0: Okay, so the Eye of Darkness. Not good. <laughs> That's all I, we have to yeah, say. not good. But before we bitch about it, I want to give you guys like a really quick synopsis of what happens in the book. And so Luke's going to take over and just kind of give you guys a really Why quick t- break. So over. you're
1: asking me to do this, and it's it was so – you used the word vanilla earlier. It was so vanilla that I'm having a hard time like remembering it. So essentially the, the, the gist of everything is – is the High Republic exists? We skip forward a year, right? From the I think it's, it's a one year. year. It's one year after the the, the fall of uh, Starlight, the fall Beacon. of Starlight Beacon, yeah. And essentially, Marquion Rowe and the Nile have created this zone that somehow no one can pass into. And and essentially, they've they've wreaked havoc in this space, and they essentially are the governing body that exists in that area. The only thing is, is Markeon Roe doesn't care about governing. Mm. And they essentially just take, 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 take from it's, all yeah, the planets. It's, it's basically
0: like the Wild West. Yeah, it's essentially
1: side. the Wild West. And then... It's called the Occlusion Zone. There's uh, like Jedi Porter that are stuck in the uh, Occlusion Zone. And then Avar Chris that's is, stuck is in stuck there in too. The zone. And then they're essentially doing like small little um, hero, hero type jobs where like Avar spends an entire day like... Sacrificing herself almost just to get some grain to these, I think Nimodians, I, I think
0: they were, yeah, it might have been. Um,
1: right. And then they get the grain shipment, and they're like, "Okay, like when's our next shipment coming in?" And Aver is like, "It's not. Uh, like <laughs> you're all gonna you die in two weeks, you know." <laughs> and so it's it's super grave uh, in the zone. And then uh, a couple big players, uh, Elzarman, man, Elzarman is is still within like the High Republic Coruscant area, right? And then he's stressing out because now he's essentially in charge and mm. doesn't seem... Deem himself and he's in worthy. love with
0: Avar and he wants to go save Avar.
1: Exactly. Mm. And that's pretty much the main gist of it, right?
0: Yeah. The, basically, all that happens in the book is there. you find out about the seclusion zone and all that happens is the Republic at one point... Oh. Uh, Markon Roe publicly executes a Jedi Master. One, yes. uh, he publicly executes a Jedi Master that's on the Jedi Council by using one of the Nameless. Yeah, the Force. And so, eater. and so everybody in the galaxy gets to literally see the name. And we find out because we don't see in the other books, but the Nameless, like, straight up, like, lay on top of the Jedi and, like, suck the Force out of him with, and like, the tendrils. Into husks. Yeah. Yeah. They, and so you get to see one of them turn into that. That part's really cool. That part's cool. But, like, basically, the Republic responds by. Uh, oh, and then Marquion Rose sends one of his people to like fake plea for peace, even though he knows they'll get told no. Right. And then like the Republic does this stupid thing where they try to attack the wall, and they and it doesn't work, and they end up losing like a bunch of people as a
1: result. And the, the really and quick, the idea behind that too is this: this wall is impenetrable, right? So yeah. then they they realize, and it's self healing somehow. Yeah. The scale is insane. It doesn't it, make it any makes sense. no sense, and that's one of the that's the big issue that we have with it. Yeah. But anyways, on a side note. So they, they bombard this wall, and uh, force field, we'll call it, and they put a hole in it, and they think that the, the hole is going to be there for long enough before it self-repairs and that they're going to be able to get a bunch of ships through it. Well, <laughs> the ships just drive into the wall, and yeah, a bunch of people and they die. All, and everyone in yeah, it dies, so,
0: which I want to get back to that later, because like that I have a problem with, too, which we'll get to, just the okay. idea of the... the the idea of like the gravity well generator versus like it actually destroying a ship, which is a whole other concept. But basically they fail miserably. And the climax of the book is literally like Avar escapes. Escapes. That's it. That's it. Like Like, like, Avar escapes the occlusion zone and gets to... Oh, and there's one other thing. Uh, in response to the attack on the wall, Mark Rowe extends the boundary, like moves the wall mm. further into Republic territory. Because that's super easy to do. Apparently. Yeah, just move, and just move your wall, yeah. which is
1: just millions of li- or thousands of light years. Yeah, yeah. Like, did they all jump
0: to light speed? Like, it doesn't make it literally makes no sense the way that it works. Uh, it, but like, Avar or Chris escapes, and apparently that's hope because now the Jedi have one of their leaders back. But like, yeah. it is, like almost nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Like literally, and like so. I oh, wh- one the... other major thing that we've missed. Yoda, br- Yoda, Master Yoda brings in, like, a fallen Dark Jedi who's extended his life free to dude. hundreds of years using the dark side who is obsessed with finding out how to get rid of the Nameless because he used them as a threat to all Force users. Mm-hmm. And Yoda says that they're going to work with this guy to help destroy the Nameless. And That's then it, nothing only... happens with him. Yeah, and then nothing happens so, with uh, him.
1: Apparently it's in reserve for the next book, yeah. which, you know, take your time, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Dude, it, it's ridiculous. And, like, <laughs> I, I just... Let's... Let's start with Mark Rowe. Okay. He's
0: He is such a profoundly uninteresting villain in my opinion. So,
1: I disagree. So, I think he's a I think he's a really cool villain. I think the Nile are interesting. Um, to your point though, he the the whole entire ragtag villain thing with with you know piece together ships have been completely overplayed in in like any type of c- cinematic piece mm-hmm. whether it be, like w- Jason and I almost view books and audiobooks as like pieces of cinema almost yeah of course so so but but they've been overplayed i think though if it was if the scale was correct i think he'd be an extremely interesting and compelling character i really do <sighs> the scale is just completely jacked and and i don't know if... Like, and we've we've harped on this over the last like weeks since mm. we've been leading into this review. So like we don't need to talk about it all that much. But but this book would have been actually incredible in my opinion if it would have happened on one world or a few worlds. It would have made so much more sense if the uh, occlusion zone was way smaller. Yeah. And, and if instead he, of a galaxy spanning wall
0: of these like buoys yeah. essentially that block everybody. Why
1: don't you like Markian though? I just
0: so it, the audiobook doesn't do him any favors either no. because like they <laughs> make right. him
1: sound like a whiny
0: little bitch, but he is <laughs> such a whiny little bitch. And like, and the other thing is so it, lost. It, it's like, it, and just again, like it, there's no, you know what it, it, I was literally thinking about this this morning, you know, like in every single like secret agent movie of all time, it's like, you mean to tell me that guy has three nuclear weapons that he stole from some government. Right. And wait, he wants to set them off. So that he can destabilize the world so that they can like start from scratch or some yeah. shit like that. It's like the most like overplayed thing of all time. True. And like That's a really good there's point. There's these moments where so her name is Girostaros, but she's like this former senator that wants to she's the one who ends up going on the uh diplomatic mission to the Republic and gets turned down because she basically just asks for the Nile to have a seat in the Senate essentially and everyone's like are
1: you serious yeah they're
0: like what you just publicly executed a Jedi Master (laughs) yeah like what what, are we talking talking about about?" yeah so but but what's stupid about it is like like Gerasaros would be like what's your plan like yeah
1: Okay, like, me in.
0: what are we gonna do? Like how do we govern these people? Like they're suffering, they're dying. She everywhere. legit like, wants to be a politician. Yeah. She
1: wants to be in charge and be a politician. And yeah,
0: she's she's like, why don't we you are saying the republic's corrupt and the Jedi are evil. Like, why don't we build something different here? That's and Mark Ann's like, no, I just wanna kill the Jedi. Like, yeah. nah, nah, nah. he just like, wants to stabilize yeah. and, and be
1: angry. He just yeah. like he just sits and just he's just angry. He's, he's just super angrier. weird. And then so and then and, and talk about, like, a lost opportunity with a bunch of things. Like, for example, the nameless. Uh, they call them force eaters. Like, these are, these are essentially, you know, animals that can just decimate a Jedi. Like, the, the, um, the amount of interest that that could, could circulate for me is incredible. And then they're just on a chain, just sitting around Markeon, just being his little lap dog.
0: And They're also just not that big of a threat to me. Like, the Nameless are really interesting, but they're not that big of a threat from the standpoint of, like, it would just be so difficult to actually like unleash them in any sort of real set like high capacity and and the easy fix would just be literally what the clone wars were which is like just combine jedi with uh actual soldiers right and then and, exactly and, and then and then you like and then you, i did there's just nothing true. there's nothing that like really really grabs my attention in a real way in this particular book series and and that to me is kind of a bummer right um but that said like like it, it did feel like this book in lo- in a lot of ways like was a setup book for the next one. 100%. I, I I I think they could have got they could have told the entire story of this book in a chapter at the beginning of of <laughs> you, of of another. Book. You're one hundred percent. It honestly like I it, you said it was the longest it's ever taken me to finish an audiobook. It's because it was a chore to listen to. Mm-hmm. It was profoundly uninteresting. There's this other thing too. Too they make the Jedi seem like so unlikable in this yeah. book from the standpoint of their like pious like over like. They, they lean so hard into this, like, every Jedi just wants to save one more life. And yeah, like, it's... And, it, like, they make... There's something, like... I don't know how else to describe it other than to say that, like, they make the Jedi seem like such more complex, dark... Like they're they're light, but they're Selfish. also dark. They're all they're flawed, self-serving. They're self-serving. Like they, there's the Jedi are just portrayed cinematically so much better than they are in this High Republic. Like mm-hmm. the High Republic literally makes the Jedi into a bunch of pretentious douchebags. Yeah, dude, you're totally it's, right. It's, it's so it like e- like every time like Avar Chris is like, I just need to bring more grain to these people, and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, okay, like, like Avar. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not even saying that that's bad necessarily. It's like, but it's not good. It's not good material for an entertainment product you know like it's not interesting
1: are there any redeeming things other than the nameless uh that you liked about this book like is there anything that was like oh yeah i liked how they did that
0: I don't. I mean, Elzar. If if Elzar turned to the dark side, that would be interesting. That'd be interesting. Avar uh, and Elzar's
1: love affair is interesting to me.
0: I feel like they're building Elzar towards a, a collapse of some kind. Don't you think? Like Perhaps, that dude yeah. is a complete and total mess in every book. Oh yeah,
1: he has zero self confidence, and he's leading yeah. the galaxy right now. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's very few few things in the book that I thought were really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, like the scale is just completely ruined. Disney needs to chill out with its scale, because uh, they're ruining things. They're, they're making, they're, nothing is now comparable to what the Nile did. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are the Nile doing the, the biggest thing that's ever happened in the galaxy? A ragtag group with, with yeah. a, a young leader who has zero rudder and has no clue what his plan is. How is that the biggest group that's tormenting all of society? Well, like galaxy. we
0: talked about this the last time we talked about it, but it's like it's like the idea. This is not a, a political take at all. It's just like w- uh, regardless of whether or not you think there should be a wall at the southern border, logistically, it's extremely difficult and to actually do. That's over and the span of a few states. Yeah, it's over the span of a few states. Let and alone it's like, an Entire and the galaxy. The U.S. government too is like if there was an entity that was set up uh, to be able to man, like to handle a project like that, it would be the U.S. And like even for them, it's completely impractical. Right. And like yet we're. Supposed to believe that this ragtag group of raiders yeah. has built a galaxy spanning wall. It's ridiculous. And, and, and like what's crazy too with the wall is and this this really bothers me because like in Timothy's on has done a really good job of this, but it's something that's been in Star Wars in Rebels. It's something that we've seen in a bunch of different capacities. But the idea of a gravity well generator, mm-hmm. essentially like something that pulls ships out of hyperspace and prevents them from passing a point. Right, And what happens in every one of these situations is apparently from what I understand, your hyperdrive will sense... That there is a gravity a gravity well, and it mm-hmm. causes it to automatically shut off, and that's what and it causes can, it to And stop. it can
1: rip ships apart. It, it, or, well, no, or, no, no, it, or it does, violently it, pulls them out of it space. It violently
0: pulls them out of space, and they're disoriented. Hyperspace, but I every mean. single other – it's such a it, – it, the problem I have with it is, like, the gravity well generator did not destroy ships. I think, though, like, they were describing, like, legitimate, like, impermeable wall. Right? No, no, so that's the thing. So, it, no, was it? I don't think it was an impermeable wall. They said it like pulls them out of hyperspace and rips the ships oh. apart. And like, that's what I don't understand. Because, like, literally, Grand Admiral Thrawn in both the sequel trilogy and in the, uh, or excuse, excuse me, in the Thrawn trilogy and in the prequel trilogy, which is the Ascendancy series, mm. he makes regular use of gravity well generators as a means with which to help ships have a more, because one of the things they talk about is like, micro jumps and other hyperspace jumps, it's extremely difficult to be precise with coming out of hyperspace. Right. And the gravity well generator has such a firm
1: barrier oh, of see. the gravity
0: well, it can pull ships out of hyperspace at a perfect spot. Yeah. And
1: so what's... It's so, like a soft-closed drawer. Yeah. It's like that's exactly you can, you, you the way You can, like, slam a, a drawer close, and as soon as it hits the soft-close, it just slows down and that's comes a to a nice That's a great way slow, to put yeah. it.
0: And so, like, I had a problem with it because I wanted to be like... I, I didn't understand until that scene when... Because, basically, Elzar Man is leading this assault and they po- they poke this hole through the, the thing <laughs> and then all these ships start jumping through and then they all just come out of hyperspace in pieces and everyone's and they dead. explode and it just doesn't make sense with anything else no. in Star Wars and again the scale is
1: ridiculous there's no way they'd be able to do that and the then now the scale is world- ruined for all of eternity like like it, it's it's um Jason and I have talked about Star Wars being sacred and and that's what's so frustrating about this is because like the the plot the entire plot of star wars is in people's hands who don't understand it yeah and it's driving us absolutely insane and thank god that that uh dave filoni is now like actually in charge but now like this this scale has ruined everything it's ruined the whole entire like we were just talking about how cool the trade federation was and how like they were blockading a single planet naboo and and when sidious was talking to uh who's the leader of the trade federation in Plagueis?
0: um it's uh uh isn't it uh uh, still the same the same guy from uh, uh from the actual movie yeah i can't remember i forget his name, his name but anyways uh
1: play, play Newt uh, Gunray. Yeah. yeah he's telling him um uh sidious is like hey you need to move your ships to to do this blockade and he's like you know how expensive that's gonna be he's like we can't we can't take a hit like that a single planet jay yeah a single planet let alone a freaking like Half of a galaxy. They talk. They talk so much,
0: like in such a more practical way, in, in play, like little things are like, like during the senate meeting, they're like, "What? Why? If we're gonna need a massive system defense force in every single system in order to protect from all these different things, like why wouldn't we have a galaxy-spanning military?" And all right. like, and they start to they everything is so practical and laid out in 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 Plagueis, and this book just doesn't have that. And I will and say in this: George Lucas I'm stars. so thankful that this is only books right now. Yeah. And like if we get to Acolyte and and it's a lot of Nile Marquion Rowe bullshit. I'm gonna be so upset. I'm gonna be dude. So upset. You might
1: you might have to get ready for that.
0: Well, what's concerning too is if I haven't looked, but I think I don't think the next The High Republic book comes out until like fall of next year, oh. which I believe is after the Acolyte releases. I see. So, so you I wonder think they're if this try and I wonder them. if this book is setting up the Acolyte <laughs> and it's like okay, all right, Marquion Rowe,
1: yay, this is gonna be fun, man, yeah. dude. Well. Uh, We'll see. Oh, gosh. (laughs) All right,
0: guys, that's all we have for today. As always, we appreciate you guys for supporting the show, and we'll see you guys next week for a Rebel Moon breakdown.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot.